Get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea. Get ready, get ready for a tea time and filter with your girl loving tea. Spilling all this hot tea on this podcast street. So get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea. One tea time and filter with your girl loving tea. Hey, tea sippers. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. And I got my girl, Emily, in the house. And today is Emily's birthday. So happy birthday to you, Emily. Thank you for joining me tonight. Oh, thank you. Shout out to all the Libras. Man, it is for real Libra season. First, my son, who turned 17. Shout out to him on the 7th. Um, then I just flew back from LA from Cardi B's birthday party. She's a Libra and then today's your birthday. So I am literally surrounded by nothing but Libra energy and I love it. Yeah. Libras and Leos get along really well, but you know, Libras, we're cool. We're real chill. Ashanti's birthday is today too. Me and her have the same birthday. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Libras are the scale. And I know one thing about you three, y'all like things to be fair and like y'all really look out for other people. Cause I know that was one thing about my son that I noticed early on. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say if I'm at the store and he's with me and I get him, like, I'm like, Oh, pick out a snack or, you know, get some candy or get a toy. The first thing he says is, um, what can I grab Toshan or should I get Sean something too? Or can Toshan get one? Like he always thinks about his brother, his big brother. So oh, that's, that's when I always, yeah, I always notice that. Like now if I take the big brother, if it's me and the big brother shopping and I'm like, go get some, he just going to grab his snack and keep pushing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my brother. He's a Virgo though. He's so sweet. But <laughs> he my oldest is a Capricorn. Yeah, I okay. said, uh-huh, a goat. Mm-hmm. Well, so. we always like to look at things from different angles, you know? So a lot of people think we're always agreeing with somebody, but we always like to look at things from every side of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Now I get along great with Libra. So I was like super excited when you told me to were a Libra and yes. I'm going to mail out your card. I have your card all picked out. It's upstairs. Aww, thank you. So you will be getting it by this weekend. <laughs> thank all right. You. You're welcome. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so there's so much tea going on. I've been trying to catch up and keep up with everything, you know, all the while trying to enjoy my vacation as well. But we got to talk about this Charleston White situation. I don't know if it's going to come to an end, but he is not letting his foot off of T.I.'s neck or his son's neck. Now, if you guys don't know, T.I. is in his feelings, honey. He done took to Instagram and made not one but two posts where he feels, you know, you could tell he's very hurt. He's very somber. Mm -hmm. And he says that he's really upset because the people that he trusted the most, the folks that he's looked out for, It seems like now that he's getting into it with Charleston White, people are sharing the video. Nobody's condemning Charleston. You know, nobody's having T.I.'s back. And he definitely feels a way because one thing about T.I. is that he's always involving himself in other people's situations. Case in point, I believe it was last week or the week before DJ Academics was kind of going in on Regine because, you know, she went from dating a thug, you know, YFN Lucci, and now she's dating Mm -hmm. some square dude. And they're making all these, you know, TikTok lovey-dovey videos. And DJ Academics is was like, you know, it's funny how, you know, when she needed clout and when she wanted to be with a bad boy, she was there for him. You couldn't tell her nothing. And now that shit got real, now she's messing with a square. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. 
We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And he almost called her a bitch, and then he caught himself. So I remember Toya like went off on social media, was like, keep my daughter's name out your mouth, woo woo woo. And I think, you know, as a parent, yeah, you will come to your child's defense. And so I understood Toya for jumping in. But then it was like, here comes T.I. You know, he came running with the cape and, you know, was wanting to check DJ academics. They had to have a phone conversation. And my thing is, if little Wayne isn't even doing all that, why are you going out your way? You That's know, what I, just I was like, thinking. Yeah, it's like he wants to insert himself in everything. And if you do, that's your business, right? He has, a, you know, he has a right to if he wants to. But then you can't put you you can't expect yourself and other people. Right. And I had to learn that the hard way myself. Like, I always feel like I do things for people and then I get my feelings hurt when it's not reciprocated. Well, I need to stop looking for myself and other people. People are just people. So if you want to run around and be the, you know, the superhero of hip hop, you know, putting out all these stupid online fires, that's your business. But that doesn't mean that everybody else is entitled, you know, to do that for you once you get into it, you know, with Charleston White. So let's go ahead and play the video. Um, of T.I. and what he had to say, and then we'll come back and talk about it. First off, man, I just want to say thank you. Um, thank you to all the people who've been reaching out um, and showing love, support, respect for my family. I appreciate that. Uh, it don't go unnoticed. Um, thank you to Steven Jackson. Thank you to Minister Farrakhan. Uh, thank you to the entire nation of Islam. Thank you to my sister Hannah, my brother Clay, my brother KP, uh, my brother Bell. Um, thank you to uh, Director Dion Taylor. Thank you to Ronnie Joy and the Ha Ha Mafia. Uh, man, thank you to anybody like this. Like, bro, so I'm being attacked by the enemy being attacked by the enemy and they using my weakness you know what I'm saying the weakness is social media you know somebody attack you on social media it removes your ability to respond back to it because that only fans the flames and makes it you know but 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 it is still an attack okay and this is not the first time that I've been attacked in this manner and couldn't say anything couldn't do anything and I just watched everybody sit and didn't say nothing uh, thank you to Brother Kalanji. Thank you to Brother Kalanji. I, I reposted, uh, you know, his his comments. And so thank you, thank you. Thank you to the Water Boys. Um, <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate y'all. So, so, so the hurt don't come from the enemy. You expect the enemy to attack. The hurt don't come from the enemy. The words of the enemy don't hurt me. The silence of the people that I've supported for 20 years when they ain't gotten in the silence of the community. Like the 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 way the community or to watch the community participate, laugh, like, share, and have nothing to say on behalf of a family that has been there to support whatever was right, whatever cause was just and righteous. For over 20 years, we've been there. And, and just to watch 
nobody had nothing to say for for someone who ain't did nothing for nobody but shuck and jive. Um, that's that's hurtful. It, it, it was hurtful. And I understand I'm a person who's strong. And I understand that I'm a leader. I understand that I'm a celebrity. I understand heavy is the head of he who wears the crown. I do understand. I understand that most times people don't even understand. They don't even know when I need support. They can't see it with their eyes. I get that. But now I'm telling you. My hand's being held behind my back. I'm in the middle of the street about to get kicked in the face. My family being threatened. Our children being threatened. What are the people who I've been standing up for for 20 years gonna do on our behalf? I'm not causing. For, I'm not calling for violence because that's not necessary. I don't think we can hurt anybody. I don't think we can hurt this person physically as much as life has already hurt them, and will continue to hurt them because the energy you put out is the energy you will receive. I just want to see the community at large stand up in opposition of this council. This is a council. This is not entertainment. This is not comedy. This is council, okay? And for somebody to say they're going to shoot my son in the throat like Trayvon Martin, to even let them play with the family, the names of the family of little bro Trayvon Martin, to even let that go down, the community should be outraged. So I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit back and see what the community going to do on behalf of my family. Because my family has always been there for the community. All right. So you just heard what T.I. had to say. So he is clearly upset. He's in his feelings. He feels like, you know, he has supported so many in the community and now he's not seeing that same support and he feels like Charleston White is a cancer. So what do you feel about the situation? Well, T.I. is, I feel like, a textbook exa- uh, example of a narcissist. So I feel like he's gaslighting right now. And like mm. you spoke on earlier, he always is inserting himself in other people's business. But I feel like it's more self-serving. I don't feel like he's always, obviously, when it comes to his kids, yeah, you're going to take up for your kids. And I, I understand that. But a lot of times, I think when he inserts himself in other people's business, he just wants to be part of the conversation. So when he's talking about Charleston White, I think he's really sh- like striking a chord with him because he's not coming with that whole, you know, like tough shit talk right now. Or usually T.I.'s, oh, I'm rich, you're poor, you ain't shit. His whole demeanor is changing. He's like, oh, he's a cancer. I've got my hands tied behind my back and just a bunch of bullshit. Like, it sounds like the bully who's finally getting bullied. Yeah, it's very interesting to see T.I. in this particular position because usually, you know, the other day he was talking very tough and now, you know, you'll, you'll taste my shoelace up your ass and this and that. But I don't think he was. I don't think he thought Charleston White was going to go as low as he did. Now, let me say this. I do not agree with the Trayvon Martin reference. I don't think in any way, shape or form, it's okay to threaten to kill a child or even speak that into the, you know what I'm saying, to the environment. So I didn't like that because Trayvon Martin, you know, that whole case is just sad in itself. That was a young person who lost their life for no reason at all. He was basically defending himself and Zimmerman shot him. So I didn't like that reference. But I think too, though, I, I have to keep it real. I find it very rich that he's upset at the community for not stepping up 
and, you know, having him and his family's back. I've heard quite a few people say that they didn't like the Trayvon reference, you know, the Trayvon Martin reference, but they agreed with a lot of what Charleston White was saying about King. Now, what I don't understand is this is the same child who went into a Waffle House, right? Most people who work in the Waffle House, these are regular people in the community. King threatened to pistol whip an employee of the Waffle House who simply told him to quiet down and stop all that cussing. And why was he cussing? Because they put pickles on his sandwich. He wanted to show out for social media. He then was talking about the, the one man's mother. Um, then he was also saying that he makes, he has more money in his pocket right now mm -hmm. than they make in a whole year. So I think T.I. needs to understand the reason why people aren't running with capes to protect your son is because, unfortunately, your son is being seen as an entitled brat. And yeah, it's not the first time. Today's show sponsor is Chime. So what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Is it checking your credit score? <laughs> I doubt it. At Chime, that's exactly what they do. With their secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building your credit with your very own money. Chime reports your payments to the credit bureaus to help you build your credit over time. Their members have seen an increase of 30 points on average. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So if you want to start your credit journey with Chime, sign up takes only two minutes and it does not affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com forward slash sip slow. Once again, that's Chime.com forward slash sip slow. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank N.A. pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualification direct deposit required to apply for a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact of score may vary and some users' scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in 7-Elevens or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. I agree. And I think a lot of people, you know, whether they would say it straight out, but sometimes silence speaks volumes. I think mm. some people might agree with him. Maybe not everything he's saying, but maybe the people who really know King, I, he might be a, an he might be an asshole. And as a former Waffle House employee, let me tell you, that job is not for the weak. That is a very, very difficult job. You are the cashier. You're the waitress. You're the busboy. Um, you're the uh, dishwasher. And sometimes you're the cook. And even as a cook, like, it's difficult. You're on the floor. You're right in front of everybody. I don't even understand why that place has locks on it because it literally never closes. That is a very, very difficult job. It was hard for me. So um, mm -hmm. whenever I saw that video, I felt away. I think anybody who's ever worked in the food industry, customer service, retail, anything like that, they can all kind of understand that there's that asshole customer. There's that brat entitled people. And I think it struck a chord with a lot of people because most people in the world have worked in that service. So, yeah, I think that's another reason a lot of people are not coming to his defense because he might actually be an asshole in real life and he might be speaking some truth. Yeah. Because I mean, if you're bold enough to do that on social media in front of the world, what do you do when the camera's not filming? 
How do you behave? You know, and he's just been caught in a lot of situations that are just very unbecoming. And he's the only child. I don't see this out of Zanique and, you know, Major and the other uh, Domani. I ran into Domani several times. Very quiet young man, very humble. You know, anytime you speak to him, he says hi. Like just his energy, just, you know, very, very positive, just kind of keeps to himself. He's doing his music. And, you know, King just has a totally different energy. And granted, he's young, you know, and when you're young, like I said in my um, video, you know, we all make mistakes. But right. when is he going to learn from his mistakes? You know, you're, you're out here, even when when Charleston White was going in on him in 2D Raw, all he really had to do was ignore him. That's like the biggest thing. When trolls want your attention, because that's what a lot of this is what a lot of what Charleston White is doing is slightly trolling. And when somebody's trying to get your attention by talking shit, the second you bite that bait, they've won. That's what he wanted from King. He knew King would be the one to respond. And then once King responded, then Tootie felt comfortable enough to respond. But one person who runs his mouth about everything, who's strangely enough not talking, even mm -hmm. though his job is being affected, is Lil Boosie. I find okay. that very interesting. Exactly. So the fact that Boosie, who has an opinion about everything under the sun, told Vlad TV, I'm never going to speak about Charleston White because that man is dangerous. I think there's a lot of truth to some of the things that Charleston White is saying, some of the things that he's aware of that's happening in the, in the industry. And it has a lot of people shook because at the end of the day, why is this man catching so much steam online? Why is he going on to all these platforms? I mean, there's a lot of people now vying to interview with him because he is speaking some truth. I don't agree with everything he says, but he does speak some truth. And especially when it comes to hip hop and just a lot of the destruction that it has caused in the community. Like, okay, I think it's awesome that T.I. is doing things nowadays to help clean up the community. And he, you know, he buys property, he employs people. And I think that is awesome. But he did all of this in his older age once his career has died down. But when you go back to his younger years and you listen to his rap lyrics, it was all about pushing drugs and guns and fucking hoes. And you know what I'm saying? So it was a lot of low vibrational stuff that he was rapping about back then. And granted, he's changed. But that doesn't mean that that destruction, just because now you've made enough money to change and get yourself out of poverty well, you still left the wake of destruction in your path because how many young boys wanted to be rubber band man? How many young oh, yeah. boys wanted to, you know what I'm saying, own their own trap house and sell dope out the trap house? And I think that's the part that's resonating with people, especially a lot of people in the older generation. Maybe some of the young kids, they don't get necessarily where Charleston White is coming from. And to them, he's just an old man who rants all the time. But I think most people who are 30 and up, are kind of understanding where he's coming from and saying he's not lying. There has been no, certain things in hip hop that has been a detriment to the community. And we have to speak about that openly. And I think sometimes what it is, is his delivery, you know, can be unnerving to some people, but he is a comedian. You know, you may not like the jokes or the punchlines, but he does say some comedic shit because again, it goes back to the old saying where you have to mix the medicine in the food. Right. And he's had a lot of, um, Charleston White, uh, he's had a lot of good points that I personally agreed with. I remember one time he was talking about, you know, all the demonic speaking and rapping and music. Now he's like, at what point in time did we start messing with demons? He's made mm. a lot of good points. Um, and as far as T.I. is concerned, I usually don't side with him because T.I. just works my nerves sometimes. I think he's very fake woke. 
But in this one situation, at the beginning, I do understand him coming to his son's defense. Because at the end mm -hmm. of the day, that's his kid. We're always going to ride for our kids. We're always going to want to defend them. But a lot of times I think, now this message is a little different. This is kind of, oh, poor, woe is me type situation. Um, but back to Charleston White, he does make a lot of good points. Uh, what's that saying? Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm -hmm. But I also, with that, I know he called T.I. out on a lot of stuff. So you can't cherry pick who you want to call out and who you don't. Because he's mm. done a lot of interviews. And he's a very, very big supporter of Takashi 6 9 And I'm not just saying, oh, yeah, he's cool. He's like, oh, I feel like he's brave. He's a, uh, I don't know if he said a hero. But, I mean, he was really gassing 6 9 up. Oh, wow. So there's some hypocrisy in his stuff. I didn't even know about him gassing up 6 9 yeah, like a little bit of hypocrisy, I must say. And like I said, when I say gassing up, I mean, oh, he's cool. Yeah, I would have ratted him out too. No, he was praising him. Oh, he's brave. I feel like people should be more like him. Uh, mm. I'd like to be his friend. Like, really? Like, okay, man, you're you're kind of going in a little too hard for all 6 9 And 6 9 has been accused of doing a lot of things, you know, outside of just snitching. He's done the murder. He's done the, he talks all that same demon time bang, bang, kill people shit that he's condemning everybody else for. He also mm. has, you know, uh, sexual assault allegations. He has admitted to beating the shit out of his baby mama. Right. So, I mean, you can't cherry pick who you want to say is fucked up for doing things that are obviously messed up and then who's not. Wow, that's some really good points. I didn't even know about the 6 9 thing. But yeah, that is definitely really hypocritical if you're praising 6 9 and he can do no wrong. But then meanwhile, you're going so hard at, you know, two teenagers, you know, saying that they're right. going to go to jail and 6 9 is no better. And again, just like I said with T.I., you know, in his early career, his music was way more, you know, low vibrational, just the topics he talked about. But so is 6 9 and he's doing that now in his current career. So, yeah, if we're going to demonize, you know, hip hop and certain lyrics and certain topics, then you have to say all of hip hop. You can say, well, everybody, but not, you know, this particular male rapper because he's cool and I like his rainbow hair or just, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just whatever he <laughs> likes about 6ix9ine. Um, it definitely has to be cut across the board. Now. Charleston White did another interview today and he's basically standing 10 toes down in how he feels about the situation. So I'm going to go ahead and play this clip. Let's talk about you and T.I. though. Let's get into that. Just ma'am. You scared? Scared of who? T.I. He ain't never been jail for killing nobody. Why yeah, you scared of niggas that didn't kill people? Yeah. Why yeah, you yeah. go in on, on, on that boy like that, his son? Because uh, I think his son ugly and I think he's unruly, misbehaved, uh, little yellow little boy. Uh, you don't like I, high I, high yellow people? You jealous uh, of high yellow people in their skin I, color? I ain't jealous of them. High yellow nigga ain't never been able to dunk from the free throw line. So <laughs> fuck, I would be jealous of a high yellow nigga. Fuck. I was getting ready to say Steph Curry, but he don't dunk. He really does three points. He can't yeah. jump from the free throw line. Okay, all right. Go ahead. So go ahead. Oh. Uh, so why? Why? Because you think that little boy ugly and what? No, nah, no. Nah, I'm just fucking with him because they were fucking with Kanye West. Uh, all the rappers like Boosie saying they'll slap Kanye West. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kanye West, you know. So, so I'm saying they fucking with him. Let me fuck with them. Uh, and just so happened, uh, you know, uh, T.I. son is in, you know, he getting in trouble. So I was just really fucking with them niggas. Mm -hmm. uh, not knowing that they, you know, that they were responding to my words. Uh, you know, I was just high side and bullshit. Uh, but since he act like he getting mad, uh, nigga, I'm going to 
yeah, I'm gonna fuck with you some more. If if Ti walked in here right now, what would you do? Oh, uh, he better know how to fight. Uh, nigga say he put his foot in my ass. I ain't now one of them little girls. He tried to put his foot put his foot in a pussy. Uh-huh. That was that girl. That was that, yeah, I ain't, he say yeah. I ain't now one of them little girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got yeah. These niggas yeah. No, they ain't never met no nigga like me. No, I've never met. Yeah, no. I've been on this planet a long time. I ain't never met one like you. I sit down and talk to Ti. You gonna talk to Ti here? Yeah, man. I sit down and talk to Ti on this platform. I won't talk to him nowhere else. All right. So y'all just heard what he had to say. (laughs) He is. He's a mess. He's standing ten toes down in it, and he's not scared. He does not care. You know, and I think that's what's really bothering T.I. because he's talking about the allegations. He's being very blunt about it and not caring. And it's making people, you know, look at those allegations again. You know, so it's going to be very interesting to see, like, what ends up happening. You know, some people are saying, you know, where did Charleston White come from? He's Cointelpro. Um, he's no different than the Candace Owens because he's supporting Trump and all that other stuff. But I saw a video of him the other day when I was just looking up more information um, of him and 600 Breezy, Breezy from um, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, Charleston White didn't know he was being recorded. Somebody was filming him from the back. He ended up talking about it more with DJ Academics. But I'm going to tell you, he kept the same energy because 600 Breezy was trying to ask him about King Von, like, you know, because he goes in on King Von. Um, mm-hmm. Charleston White does. And so he was like, you know, I don't like the fact that you're always disrespecting Chicago. You know, you need to keep King Von's name out your mouth. And when I tell you, Charleston White, he kept the same energy. He wasn't clamoring. He didn't bitch up. He was like, nah, I'm going to keep saying his name. I'm going to keep speaking my truth. And y'all ain't going to do shit about it. And he said it was just him and one of his friends in the room. So it wasn't like he was a big with a big entourage of people. It was just him and one other person. But it was all the 600 Breezy, breezy and all his friends. So... It he seemed made like Soldier he, Boy too, didn't he? You said what? He made Soldier Boy too. Yeah, I heard that there was some type of issue with him and Soldier Boy. What went on in that situation? From my understanding, um, I think uh, Soldier Boy pulled up on him, and he had like a couple of his homeboys, and Charleston White was just outside by himself. They came walking up on him, and he maced him. Okay, that was the situation he made. Okay, I did hear about that. And then I know there was another situation where he was getting confronted by somebody and he ended up calling the police. <laughs> that's the one that went viral, that, that he, story. He'll tell and, you too. He's quick to yeah. tell you. You run up on me, I'll call the police. Now, one thing about that, though, that I did find interesting was, uh, and I don't know how this works, so I could be wrong. I, from my understanding, he's been to jail. He used to you know, be involved in the streets and he served time, Charleston White. Uh, but then I remember him talking about a gun license and being able to carry, being able to carry a gun legally. I don't know how that works, but if you're a felon, aren't you not allowed to carry a gun legally? Like I'm curious what his criminal history is. And that's the part I don't know because he also says he's playing a character. And that he never went to jail for any of the stuff that he claimed because he claimed he killed the white man. He raped the white woman. And then from what I've heard, it's not really true. Yeah. So I I don't know. But yeah, if he's allowed to have guns, he can't have one legally if he's a felon. So I don't think he's a felon at all. I think he's definitely playing a character, almost like an Uncle Ruckus. But he's also speaking a lot of truth, you know, in some of the things that he does say. So like I said, that whole situation is going to be very interesting to see 
where all this goes. So let's go ahead and segue into the next topic. I want to hit on this whole situation with Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather. Um, If you guys do not know, um, just about a week ago, Kim Kardashian had to pay, I believe, $1.6 million to the SEC um, for basically this whole crypto pyramid scheme that she was involved in um, for Ethereum Max. And now it's coming out that Floyd Mayweather is also um, being caught out in that same scam and that him and Kim Kardashian are now being sued by investors over the crypto scam. So the shit is getting real. Kim thought she just had to simply play a fine. Um, Now people are like, no, you're just not going to get away with just paying a fine. You're going to be, we're suing. We're suing both of y'all. You guys are multimillionaires and you guys were involved in this. And I don't even understand the point of them being involved in this. That's because what I was like, literally just about to say. Like, y'all are yeah. already rich. Like, what is the fucking point? They knew from the jump that this was a scam. You can't convince me otherwise. They're not idiots when it comes to financial literacy, especially Floyd Mayweather. And if Kim isn't, which I'm sure she is, but if she isn't, she's surrounded by several people who are. So I have no idea why they would even consider doing that. They're already rich. And that's what I, I don't understand. It's like the greed just knows no bounds at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, Floyd Mayweather is one of the richest boxers out here. He doesn't want for anything. Um, Kim Kardashian damn sure doesn't want for anything. She has her hand in like so many different businesses It's insane. So I just don't understand like why then it's one thing if they want to get involved in crypto and buy a bunch of cryptocurrency for themselves and their own personal use. That's great. But then to take money to advertise it to people, to me, is silly. And that's why I never when I would see celebrities and other YouTube influencers like the Jake, the Jakes and the Logan Pauls. And it was so many other influencers like Joey Salad. They were all doing these crypto um, promotions, rice gum. And you could just tell it was just a money grab for them. Six, nine as well. You know, they're promoting it to their young fans. These kids are going to their parents to try and get money because they want to be rich too. But the point is, it's whoever gets in there the earliest is going to be who's at the top, who's going to get the bulk of the money. And then, you know, you're left holding the bag. And that's what happened to a lot of people. Like people lost you know, somewhere up in the millions of dollars behind all these different cryptocurrencies that came out between the years of 2020 and 2021. And now people are seeing that they didn't make any money, they lost their investments, and now the economy is getting harder. So they're going to come after a lot more people besides Kim and Floyd Mayweather for their funds. I think a lot more people are going to get sued. I'm curious as to who in the fuck would want to take financial advice from Logan Paul. And I'm not saying the guy is dumb by any means. I I think marketing wise, you know, they've been able to make a lot of money. But just me as a a normal everyday person, I'm I'm not going to be, you know, oh, well, Kim Kardashian said it. Logan Paul said it. So let me go, you know, invest in this. Um, But I remember I like sent you a video a while back. Maybe it was a year or two ago. And uh, it was, um, shit, I can't remember his name. He's another real popular YouTuber. It's totally leaving me right now. But he was calling this out. It was a video that Logan Paul did and that other guy. And he was like, this is a scam. Don't do it. You know, this is going to end up being a really big deal. And you talking about Godzilla. He's always like blasting those guys who do all those. That's who it was. It just oh, iDubbbz. Okay, iDubbbz. Okay. Yep, iDubbbz. And I can't even remember how old this was, but. 
I want to say it was like a year or two ago. So as soon as I saw the the article with Kim Kardashian, I was like, damn, the, the shit really did hit the fan. Because like yeah. you said, a lot of people, it's hard times right now. Everybody's trying to get by. Inflation ain't no joke. Um, I, I'm not, you know, the most financial literate person. So investing and stuff like that kind of is above my pay grade. But I will say that I am interested to know, like, what is the age range? Who who would do this? And also with them and the greed, I wonder if they were doing this to kind of, you know, build relationships with other people and stuff. Kind of like when Kanye was talking about other people selling parts of companies and stuff that they don't need to, to build mm -hmm. relationships and it's sketchy. Maybe it's something like that, but it definitely is interesting when you see people that are worth a lot of money that have plenty of money that aren't hurting, that are constantly doing shady stuff. It just, I don't know, it constantly kind of reflects on their character. Yeah, it's sad. And that's what a lot of these social media people need to understand. A lot of y'all don't, I mean, Jake and Logan are definitely doing well, but a lot of the average, you know, YouTubers, y'all don't have Floyd Mayweather and Kim Kardashian money. And what they don't understand is that a lot of these crypto companies are using social media influencers from YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram to basically promote their pump and dump schemes. Because that's what it is. It's just get it pumped up, have a lot of people invest, and then dump the 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 coins. And, and you're out and you have the money. You know, it's a bait and switch. And I think it's really sad that it's gotten to that point. But yeah, I agree. Maybe they were doing this for some type of like to get into like good relations or to get closer to those people who are at Bitcoin, um, who do work at these legitimate, you know, cryptocurrencies just to be like, okay, well, I'm also in the cryptocurrency game. We have something, you know, in common and things like that, because those relationships sometimes can be more valuable than even the money coming in. Cause they clearly, they don't need the money. Right. So maybe it was a relationship type deal. Yeah. It has me wondering what is their motivation? And maybe it is money. Maybe it is just greed. But I'm sure there has to be a little bit more to it. Yeah. Now, speaking of greed and, you know, just all types of stuff going on, um, J.P. Morgan basically kicked Kanye West out of their bank. Now, this went viral the other day, thanks to, I guess, honey, Candace Owens. Um, <laughs> she had put out a form that supposedly came from J.P. Morgan. But funny enough, the date was cut off. And she was, you know, letting her social media followers know that J.P. Morgan were cutting ties with Kanye West and that he had a month to get literally, what was it, like $900 million, like almost a billion dollars out of their bank. And she was saying that was because of the comments that he made on Twitter. That's what a lot of people were assuming. Well, now today, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase is coming out. And they're saying that they pulled out and they kicked Kanye out of their banking system way before his Twitter rant that just went on like the past you know week. They said that they had um, initially sent him that letter on September, I believe September 22nd, September 20th. So over a month ago. So Kanye has been known this. And so they're saying this is the reason. Let me go ahead and read this here. Kanye had posted this um, in August. He says, I need a shoe company like how Jamie Salter bought Reebok or I'll take over some shoe factories. I've went to JP Morgan, but of course they won't give me no deal flow because Jen Erwich is on the board of is on the board of both Adidas and JP Morgan. What shoe company will give me control? 
I need to be the head of the board and the chief decision maker. So they're saying that the owner, JP Morgan, really felt the way about what Kanye said. And so at that point, they felt like it was more that he's just more of a headache than it's worth. Like we have enough money at our bank. Just take your money and go. We don't need your funds here. Um, Then also Kanye was on LeBron James's show and they're going to pull the episode of the shop because they're saying that Kanye was making some, you know, anti-Semitic rants on there as well. So they're not even going to let the interview um, air because LeBron James is scared that it might affect his brand. So Kanye is involved in a lot of hot water right now. I think Kanye, um, I guess he didn't take a page out of Nick Cannon's book, but it seems like, and this is not me saying that it's okay. Like, I don't think any hateful speech toward anybody of any type of group is okay. But there's a certain group of people that you cannot talk bad about. They don't care if you talk bad about black people. They don't care um, if you talk bad about minorities in any type of way. But you cannot talk bad about white Jewish people. If you throw shade toward their way, it's like you get canceled for real, for real in like the worst way. I remember Nick Cannon went on a what a whole apology tour for like a month. Mm-hmm. It, it took a while. So I find it very interesting that Kanye West has said problematic stuff for a while, for like a really long time. So why are they just now, even though the whole JP Morgan thing was like a month ago or whatever, he said Kanye has been Kanye. He's always said stuff that has offended several different groups of people. But it is very interesting now that the smoke is different. Different interviews can't, you know, run Ever since he got on, well, I'm not going to say ever since, but whenever he aligned himself with Tucker Carlson and got on the Fox News and stuff like that, I, I do find it interesting how they pick and choose like what he can and can't say and when they're drawing the line. Well, yeah, I mean, look at Jamie. Um, what is her name? Jamie Lee ja- Curtis. Yeah. yeah, look at Jamie Lee Curtis. She was sitting there talking about she was crying when she heard Kanye West's anti-Semitic rants. And it's like, boo fucking who? Cry me a river, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, where have you been? Kanye's always saying some off-the-wall shit. You know, Kanye said slavery was a choice. Did you cry tattoo tears for the slaves? You know what right. I'm saying? Exactly. Um, Kanye has said a lot of problematic stuff, and I've never heard Jamie Lee Curtis come out and chastise him or say that was wrong. But the second he comes at your group, now you know you can't sleep, you're crying, you're so sad. You know, miss me with the nonsense. I just feel I like a lot of it. Yeah. She shed a damn tear. <laughs> she wasn't fucking crying over what Kanye West said. Now, I'm sure he said some shit that is, you know, out of line. I'm not defending what he says or saying I agree with it. But mm-hmm. girl, come on now. You wasn't crying. Shut up. Yeah, I don't believe that either. I don't buy it. I think at this point, it's just cool to jump on like the Kanye, you know, I'm so offended train. I just, I don't buy that she was just this offended and, you know, he needs to seek help. Well, people been calling him out for years, mainly black folks, and nobody really cared when they were offended or when they were hurt by Kanye's actions. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Kanye going forward. I mean, he he has a pretty strong fan base, but I think even a lot of his fans are tired of his shenanigans. Like, they're over it. A lot of his fans are just like, this is just too much at this point. Like, you're just, you're doing the most, you know? Like, the whole White Lives Matter 
t-shirt debacle with Candace Owens. And I just feel like Candace Owens gives me not only grifter vibes, like I said, I can, I can listen to some of her stuff and just take out what I, you know, can deal with and throw out the rest. Right. But I noticed she talks all this shit now about celebrities. Well, why? Because Trump is no longer in office. Like she came in with this whole, I'm a political pundit and politics, politics, politics. And now all she's doing is like celebrity gossip. And, but she's trying to make it look like she's really doing more. No bitch, you're just online gossiping like everybody else. But she tries to like, especially if it's something pertaining to like black celebrities, when she talks about black celebrities, somehow it's a representation of the entire black community. Somehow black folks are a monolith. But if she talks about the Kardashians, it's just the Kardashians. She's not talking to her entire white demographic. And that's the shit I can't stand. Like the, the more I've watched her, it's like she goes any type of way to like just attack black people constantly to get like brownie points. And it's just like, dude, what are you doing? You don't have the same energy for any of these white celebs the same way you do the black celebs who you deem are beneath you. And we all know her wearing that whole white lives matter shirt. Yes. She has a biracial son. Yes. She has a white husband. Yes. Their lives matter just like anybody else's. Right. But let's keep it real. She did all that because she was dropping a new movie. To me, she's a, she's an attention whore just like any other celebrity. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a picture of, I don't know if you saw the picture, it was posted today. It's her, Kanye West, Ray J, and somebody else. They're all on the red carpet together at the premiere of her movie. And I she's dressed she up. She's an actress. Yeah, she's dressed up. Like, she, to me, I feel like she herself wants to be famous. She's also chasing fame, but she's trying to act like she's not. So let me guise it up and act like I'm a political pundit. But no, you want to be famous too. You want to be a celebrity. You just want to, you want to feel like you're going to be a better celebrity than the crop of celebrities that we have now. But mark my words, she's definitely chasing fame. She definitely likes the attention. She's no different than Kim Kardashian. Just because you wear a fucking turtleneck and don't show off your your <laughs> your boobs and you know you dress like you're 50 as opposed to being, you know, 30 something, that's her business, but that doesn't make her any better. I feel like she's running the same line as any other celeb that she talks about. Like she wants the fame because if it was really about the movement, why is everything so attention grabbing? If you're, if you have a good product and you're trying to expose black lives matter, black lives matter, then what's up with all the antics? You don't, you don't need the antics. You don't need to go viral. You don't need to cause a stir. If you have a good product, you put out your product and it's just a good product. Yeah. She gives me very much uh Tommy Loren vibes. Like it's like the yeah. new, the new Tommy Loren that can say the stuff that Tommy Loren couldn't say, you know, obviously because she was uh, white. And uh, I do find it very, the majority of Candace Owens audience, I believe is, is white people. And oh, I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying if you listen to her and you like her that you are, but I do think that a lot of, it, it's a lot of very conservative white people that want to be told that their racist views are not racist because they're hearing it come from a black woman. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that listens to her is, is that's white, that is racist. But I think that she is a perfect like prototype for people that want to push a certain narrative because she can say things that Tommy Loren couldn't say. But I also think Candace Owens is a clout chaser because the majority of the stuff that she always talks about, it's always salacious. 
She always wants to make a headline. Hell, I didn't even know she was an actress. She always attaches herself to um, to bullshit. The whole White Lives Matter thing. That was ridiculous. I don't agree with that shirt. It made me feel away. And I think that it was just for shock value, for attention. Just like you said, if you're genuinely like the stuff that you have to say is good and you have supporters and stuff like that, then people are just going to listen to you. You don't have to do the antics and all the bullshit and stuff like that. But somehow she still finds a way to involve herself in it. Now there we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Her husband Tom's like he said, she has said some stuff that isn't just completely bizarre. Just like, you know, we were talking about earlier. I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. She does make some good points in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, um, yeah, a lot of times it seems like she is going for, like, a shot value. Yeah. And that's what I feel, too. Like, even the times, like, you know, when I've watched her on Tucker Carlson and I watch it, like, if you ever watch her going on his show, pay attention to his facial expressions. It's like he's so giddy and happy that she's saying certain things that he knows as a white man, he cannot say in America. Exactly. He knows he cannot say without getting backlash. It's like he's just like just moist in his pants. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Keep going, yeah, just like when Kanye, he was so happy. When yes. Kanye was saying that shit, he's like, "That's right, you can say whatever you want here." But had he started saying, you know, some anti-conservative shit, oh hell no, you need to take your ass up here. We ain't doing this. He's a thug. He's a rapper. He would have been everything. He wouldn't have been a you know entrepreneur and uh, you know whenever they want to kind of down not down people, but all of a sudden you're a thug, the rapper Kanye West. But then when they say shit that he wants, oh the billionaire, the entrepreneur, that he would have been mm-hmm. everything under the book. Had he been, you know, going in there talking about how he loved Joe Biden, but the narrative that he had and the shit that he was agreeing with was on the same line of them. So I do, you know, the fact that, okay, we we promote free speech over here, as long as it's some shit that we want to hear, pretty much. Right. And both sides are like that. You Absolutely. know, I, I watch them all. I watch Fox News. I watch MSNBC. I, I honestly stopped watching CNN. I just I don't even know what the hell's going on with that network. I heard uh-huh. Donald recently left or something. Who knows? But I watch all the other ones. And yeah, it's like they are all going to stand on their end of the spectrum. And that's just what it is. And like I said, and like we were saying earlier, you just take you know, you don't dump out the baby with the bad water, with the bath water, because some of the things that they do say have some decent points and some of the stuff definitely have racial undertones. But again, you know, you have to get your news from everywhere. I don't believe in just listening to one source. You know, one of my favorites is Weon, even oh, though you I know, love Weon. Yeah, she done left. I don't know where she went I'm trying to find I out. She had her own little station. Yes, oh, not. I love her because she yeah. really, like she'll be putting her foot on everybody's neck. She don't give a shit who it is. Yeah, Palky was the bomb, but yeah, she's gone right now. So yeah, it's gonna be very interesting, you know, with the whole Candace Owens and Kanye thing. But she is definitely giving me, you know. She's not really as political as she tried to make it seem. I think that was for the moment that was to get closer with Trump. I think now she just wants to be a talk show host and just talk shit about celebrities. You know, that's the vibe I just get from her. Like, let me just talk about what's trending 
and, you know, down it and, and talk about morality, 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 and act like I'm up here and everybody else is down here. Yeah, Child. like this uh, delusions of grandeur, moral high horse, which if that is the route she's going, that is a damn shame because say what you want about Candace Owens. She is a very well-spoken, articulate, intelligent woman. She doesn't, mm-hmm. not that there's anything wrong with her switching it up, but she really could talk her shit when it came to politics. I remember she right. had a panel one time and she was really the only person on that panel that had the beliefs that she had and she was holding her own. She was able right. to talk and represent whatever, you know, her I- ideology very articulately. So, I mean, if that was where she's going, I just, I feel like she's so smart. She could probably stay in the politic lane and maybe break it down to different people that don't understand politics very well. So, I mean, if that's about she's gone, whatever. But yeah, she's definitely full of shit at times too. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. So now before we leave, we got it on this topic um, concerning 50 Cent and his son, Marquise. So if you guys don't know, um, Marquise was a Libra too, honey. So all the Libras. <laughs> so for his son's birthday, 50 Cent decided to clown and basically post this video on his Instagram page. I'm going to go ahead and um, play it right now. Go, 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 go. Council meeting after accusing Ukraine of carrying out a terror attack that severely damaged that bridge. I had to rebuild my life over with sixty-seven hundred a month. Marquise, I know you feel like this thing is crazy. I'm Twenty-five years old. Why are you still talking about child support? Five thousand a year. And it was with me. That's why I took his mother to child support because if this thought that she was supposed to get that much more, she wanted more. I don't want that motherfucker nothing. That think is why. Look, look, you know, I don't ever ask for shit, man. But I was thinking, could nigga get a little extra 6700 a month for the shit we've been doing? I'm, I'm going to check it on fire. <laughs> I need you to play too much. I'm on that bullshit. I, I'm back on that bullshit. I'm on that bullshit. I I'm back on that bullshit. Starting to feel like there's nothing left to talk about but the money. All right, so y'all just saw that clip. 50 Cent is a mess. So this is the video that 50 Cent is pissed off about with his son Maurice that went viral all over social media. So I'm gonna play that really quick here. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Sixty-seven hundred a month, right? Seven hundred a month in the state of New York City. You, you do math. Oh, I done, I done the math. I've been in child support, bro. I went to jail for it. So I, I said, so okay, okay, cool. Seven hundred a month, right? Seven hundred a month, right? You, so you're talking about a four lister. Oh wait, listen. You talking about somebody that has problems with everybody? You can't just live in any neighborhood. Eighty-one k is not is not a substantial a lot of money. Hold You can't just okay. live anywhere. And if he's contributing 6700 that means your mom's got the other half. It ain't just for him to take care of you. She got to take care of you. See, so y'all just... First of all, let me keep it real. I didn't even know that Marquise was that old. I thought this young man was like 18, maybe 19 years old, the way he's talking about child support. 
to find out that he is 25 years old, he's a grown fucking man. He's old enough yeah. to be a father his damn self. He looks just like 50, though. Like, damn, he, he looks just like him. <laughs> he do. That's his twin. I know. I mean, so I could at least, if I was him, I see the point he's going with. Like, they gonna think I'm you. I need to be, I need security, you know, all that. But yeah, I didn't realize he was that old either. He's too he old to be crying. He's way too old to be crying about, you know, not getting more than $6,700 a month. The average American family doesn't bring home six grand a month That's in a two-parent household. Especially yeah. for a grown adult. Like, I mean, he I'm sure he could probably use the fact that 50 cents his dad to maybe get him a good job. I'm not for sure. But I, I have heard, you know, I live in the South, so obviously I've heard that the cost of living is a little bit cheaper here than, you know, New York, L.A., places like that. But mm-hmm. if you can't afford to live in New York with $6,500 a month, you should probably consider moving to somewhere more affordable. Right. And my question is, what is his mom doing? Like, should she just has sat on 50 cents child support her whole life? Because remember, initially when they went to court, 50 at one point was paying 25 grand a month in child support for oh, years. Wow. And then he ended up going to court because, of course, he's not making the same amount of money he was making at one point. You know, um, he's comfortable. Right. But he's not making like when he first came out with Get Rich or Die Trying and the massacre and all that. So when he went to court, you know, years later, they brought it down to sixty seven hundred dollars a month. So that is a big drop from twenty five thousand a month. But again, this is supposed to be child support. Yeah, I'm confused. It's not supposed to be support. Yeah, for you know, for you to just live on and not work. When she was getting the twenty five grand a month, what was she doing with the money? That's insane. Like, why do they not have anything to show for it? Yeah, it's almost. um, It's very entitled for one, but I mean, a lot of people go to work and work. Hell, I. I ain't trying to put all my business out there, but that's a lot of damn money. And I work a full-time job. I work my ass off every day. So to think that he's like, you know, throwing a fit as a grown man, not a kid, but I'm confused why they're even still receiving money. Doesn't child support cut off at 18? And everybody I know that receives child support, it's support. And I'm not, you know, throwing no shade for people who have to, you know, that are in school or something like that. But eventually, you know, it's support. It's not to just completely take care of everything in general. So like you said, one, what were you doing? And that's not supposed to be your only revenue of income. Everybody I know that receives child support, hell, they still work. They still go to school. You know, it's to help pay for stuff because just like you didn't make that baby alone, he didn't make the baby alone. Both of you are supposed to be taking care of him, but he's not a baby anymore. He's a grown man. Right. That's what I'm not understanding at all. And, you know, supposedly... He did another interview with um, TMZ because after that went viral, of course, they had to confront him about it. So let's see what he has to say. He's um, He also responded back to 50 Cent's birthday message. So let me read that really quick. So he says, hold on, wait, did my pops post me on my birthday today? Wow, he's never shouting me out for my birthday. This is the first time. And I thought them dudes eat when you say eat. You must not be telling them to eat, Pops, because having old ass niggas begging, begging at your door is sad. I'm never going out like that. Hashtag I am you, dad. He is. But man. yeah, you're no different than at least they're doing a skit. You're actually on the Internet crying about sixty seven hundred dollars a month not being enough for you. So let's see what he had to say to TMZ. 
don't even know. I don't even know if a sit down can actually restore the situation. It's just more so it's the olive branch. Like, if if you up for it, I'm up for it. I'm definitely, I'm definitely willing to to sit down with him and so I can hear his his perspective and gain a little bit of understanding. I mean, like we're both men at the end of the day. We should be able to agree and disagree and it not be a problem. He believes that from his perspective, he thinks I'm entitled when that's not the case. Like it's never been about the money for me. It's more so the relationship and uh for me personally. It's, it's more so for the relationship more than the money to me. Because if if it's about the money, then I'm willing to put it up to 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 make it make it make make at least make the situation a little bit better if possible. Honestly, I don't know what to expect from the situation. If 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 we do have a sit down, I, I don't necessarily know what to expect or what it looks like. But if it takes me paying him for his time, I'm I'm more than willing to do that. Maybe maybe we could just gain understanding of each other. Maybe we could understand each other a little bit better. And maybe that's that's what a better situation looks like. I I, I but I can't tell you exactly what it should look like or what it would look like. Cause then, I, then that's like me being a kid again and just just living in my dreams. <laughs> you get older, you're more mature. You start you start thinking about things, and it's like you might have questions. I mean, it's just a situation that's unfortunate, but it's like, well, what can you do at this point? All right. So it's time. Not- yeah, it sounds like he wants a relationship with his father, but I think he's allowed his mother to poison his mind so much. Fifty doesn't want to be bothered with them. It's a really sad situation when you think about it because uh, they've been beefing for a long time. And at the end of the day, it's still a father and a son. You know, I know whatever mm-hmm. is going on with, with the mom, you know, that's that's a different story. But at the end, that is your kid. Hell, there's no denying it. Um so it is really sad to just see how strained their relationship is. But I do find it interesting. He's like, you know, I'm not a kid. I'm a grown man, this, that, and the third. But it seems like all of this is revolving around money. So if he was giving you more money, would there be a TMZ interview? Or it, like, that's the issue right now, right? Is money. Mm-hmm. Right. I think at this point, he needs to just make his father proud and just go find something to do, you know, either go to school, further his, you know, education. But, you know, sitting on the Internet and complaining about child support, I'm sorry, I can't relate. I can't relate at all, you know, to somebody complaining about getting $6,700 a month. Like, I get it, you're 50 cents child and, you know, people, you know, might mistake you for him or just whatever he was trying to spin. But I think at the end of the day, you have to be able to take care of yourself. As a grown man, you have to be able to make your own way in life the same way that his father did. And it's really sad that a lot of these celebrity um, kids, to me, it's it's like they haven't taken advantage of the opportunities. Like you guys grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth, even though 50 may have not been in his life. He definitely benefited from 50 cents money. But when you think about all of these celebrity kids, not just Marquise, a lot of them like y'all were able to go to the best schools like T.I. son you know, the best homes, the best neighborhoods. Y'all didn't have to listen to like drive-bys and gunshots in your neighborhood. And so like for T.I.'s son to want to perpetuate a a lifestyle, a thug lifestyle that he never had to lead makes no sense. Marquise was literally spoiled. Like there was one interview where 50 Cent said, 
he would buy him the latest pair of Jordans and the mother would call and be like, well, he's 50 cents son. Why are you only getting him one pair of Jordans? He should have 50 of them. Why does any kid need 50 pair of shoes? That's insane. Yeah, they're not even going to be able to wear all of them before they grow out of them. Yeah. And, you know, so it's just like this entitlement. And I think that's why, sadly, a lot of people don't take the next generation of rappers, kids, seriously, when they'd want to get into the entertainment industry or they want to be actors or singers or things like that, because they feel like, look, you didn't really struggle. You grew up with the silver spoon in your mouth. We'd rather support somebody who's getting it out the mud. Exactly. And I think that uh, piggybacking off of what you said, exactly. It's kind of hard to listen to someone that you knew, you know, for a fact you've seen on, you know, reality television and stuff like that grow up and then take this, I guess, course of life when a lot of people who get involved in nefarious stuff, it's not, it, it, it's not usually their first choice. It's something that you fall into and all of their parents did not grow up with a silver spoon in their mouth. So eventually they had to uh, work and get what they want. Everybody likes to see someone who works hard and, you know, the American dream and stuff like that. But it, it makes me think of uh, Game of Thrones. Like, I don't know if you remember like Tyrion saying that Kings, uh, kids make horrible rulers. <laughs> That's what it makes mm-hmm. me think of because when it's different, when you grow up and you have all this access and all of that, you have a completely different mentality than someone who's been exposed to the harsh reality of life. You know, nobody wants to hear someone that has grew up with a silver spoon in their mouth complain about life. Even if everybody goes through shit, I don't care if you have money or if you don't, but it's a little bit harder because it's like, oh, shut up. You're, you're just a rich rich brat you know (laughs) feel the way like shut the fuck up you don't know about struggle no they never do you never have to work at the damn waffle house i know you don't have to get cussed out by this little badass kid about pickle shit just take them off the hamburger and throw them away like the rest of us (laughs) (laughs) i'm so salty about that damn pickle thing I remember you had me cracking up talking about the Waffle House and how you like most of the folks who were there are strung out on drugs and they're just trying to make it another day Hell yeah. You know, like I was saying when I worked, and this is no joke, the police, you would think they maybe were coming in for coffee. They would sit outside and wait for us to get off work because they knew they was going to hit a lick. Like I'm about to catch them. They're going to have a pistol on them. They're going to have some dope on them. And I was like, nope, they already did all their dope before they came into work. Shit, they're about to go buy it. (laughs) You know, They done work third shift and working third shift is a Anywhere, if you're working like the restaurant business or, you know, casinos, anything like that, third shift is crazy. You get all the drunks, all the people want to start fighting because you're already making minimum wage, even less than if you're a waitress. So people come in there drunk as hell, fighting, breaking shit, acting a fool, pissing and shitting all over the bathroom. So that's why you see. (laughs) Yeah, no. And then they expect you to clean it up. And it's like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. So that's why when you see some people who work at Waffle House, they've been there 10 years. They look, you know, they might be 25. They're going to look 45. It takes <laughs> a toll on you. And then you got all that damn grease and stuff that they go in at Waffle House. You have got to exfoliate your skin to the gods because it'll break you out so bad. I remember my skin just being tore apart from all the damn grease, that Waffle House grease. <laughs> Wow. So I see why they weren't playing, but people were saying that too that day when uh, when uh, King was talking mess, like, yeah, keep fucking with them Waffle House employees. Right. They're going to jump from behind that counter with that mop head and just bam, you know? Yeah, he picked the right one, just like uh, Popeyes. Remember when that damn chicken sandwich and they was fighting and all kinds of them Popeyes mm-hmm. workers and churches too. 
But yeah, Waffle House workers, that's a different breed of people. I'm telling you, they work their fucking ass off. So shout out to everybody who works at Waffle House. Y'all don't get paid enough. Trust me. I know. Man. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, these kids should really understand how much of a blessing it is that they've grown up in their environment. They've had access to, you know, the best of the best. Um, I'm sure a Waffle House employee can find a lot to do with $6,700 a month. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So good luck to Marquise and whatever he's trying to do with his life. But I on that note. Move. Mm-hmm. I said, I suggest he move. Maybe go to a more affordable area. Memphis, the cost of living is great. Exactly. I think that's probably what he's going to need to do. I mean, how long can he live with his mother? He's 25 years old. I want to yeah. know what their occupations are. Like, does he, do they have any type of, you know, job, I guess? Like, what do you do all day? <laughs> I mean, I know I'm being nosy, but surely she's got, they've got to have some type of job. What did she do before she got pregnant by 50 Cent? I don't know, because the only thing I've ever known her for is crying over child support and taking them in and out of court for the past, you know, 20 something years. So I don't know what she did before that. Let me get 25K a month. Shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, like she could have been banking half of that, went to school. It just, it doesn't make any sense, but I'm not going to shed any tears for her or Marquise. They'll be just fine. Maybe she can find some crypto to invest in. Right. How that can <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, thank you so much for joining me tonight, Emily. This has been a really good podcast. We hit on a lot of good topics. So thank you, T-Sippers, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good evening. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.